welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 30-minute flow class. When you're ready, come on down to your mat and we'll get started. Good morning. It's good to see y'all. Excellent. I'm glad you're here. We are going to deep dive into halfway lift today. Probably the most important yoga pose that we have, which uh, is a totally underrated yoga pose. Um, but nonetheless, for those of us that, that sit for a living or that just sit because life, uh, strengthening our back body is going to be one of the more essential parts of our yoga practice or any kind of fitness practice that we do. The thing about halfway lift is that when done properly and well, it's really great for us. And when done not so well, it's really not so great for us. So I'm going to show uh, a couple of things that uh, may be happening in your halfway lift. And because we do it so often in practice, right? If you did 108 sun salutations, you do 216 halfway lifts and uh, you know that we don't even want to think about that but because it's repetitive in the practice it's super important to be aware of it every single time so the the most common uh, things that can go wrong in a halfway lift is the legs being straight and the back being rounded right and this is a simple fix because it's exactly the opposite that we want to do. A little bend or a lot of bend in the knees. My personal body needs a lot of bend in the knees. To then be able to lengthen and uh, have the spine parallel to the floor while supported with the legs in what's kind of like a squat. So you're lifting with your legs rather than lifting with your low back. When I'm here in this rounded back, what's taking my weight is my low back. When I bend my knees, it's the legs that are doing the work of supporting. Next key feature, abdominals pull in. Yes, every time. And it's not a harsh abdominal exercise, but the abdominals pulling in to support the low back, super important. Third main thing we're going to work with, hands grounded, whether they're on your shins or if you have uh, the body geometry that has you touching the floor, totally cool. But no, uh, no arms just hanging out here as dead weight. Always fingertips touching something and that helps you use your hands to elongate the spine and to, to pull the chest forward abdominals up and in. So one of the things that we want to be doing to uh, to know we're in a good halfway lift action is to be kind of informed about how the back muscles work. Most of us are frontists. Most of what we do to the day in a day happens to the front of our body. So we're gonna do a little warm up where we start to use the back and get it warmed up for that kind of lift. So we'll start in child's pose. When you're ready, go ahead and hit it. Susan, you made it just in time. You didn't have to listen to me talk about that or watch my uh, watch my goofus and gallant posture. <laughs> Sasha, you know Highlights Magazine. Is that a smile for goofus and gallant? Yeah, <laughs> cool. Take a moment, let your eyes fall gently closed, your face soften. 
and know that there's nothing from that that you need to memorize. Right, we're going to work this practice toward getting your body's natural memory of itself to to do that. Your body has like this incredible intelligence that when kind of shown the proper way to move, it, it actually likes that way of movement. It's just slowing down, taking the time, and always paying attention. Okay. Next inhale, come on up to hands and knees. When you exhale, we're going to take cat pose. And taking cat pose means that you are going to round your back and you're going to stay there. Okay. So there's, there's a flow back and forth that I will not say right now because somebody will end up doing it. But for right now, you're in cat pose only. And you're breathing and you're feeling the back rounding. Which is a good thing to do here in cat pose where you're supported on all fours. Not trying to hold your spine in space. Uh, everything's really grounded. Great thing to do to open up the back of the body. And come back to center. So hands and knee. And here, feel your body parallel to the floor. We're going to start with drawing your abdominals in and feel your sacrum parallel to the floor. Draw your sternum, your heart forward. Feel your rib cage parallel to the floor. That may have helped you lift the back of your head so that your face is parallel to the floor. Your neck is parallel to the floor. Be aware of your neck here because the, uh, the desire of your chin and face to fall toward the floor is big. Gravity wants that thing. So as you press your hands down and pull your heart forward, there's that lift of the back of the head, the back of the neck long. We're going to arch into cow pose, sending sitting bones up, sternum up. As you take this back bend, it may be tempting to drop the abdominals out. You won't do that. Keep your abdominals pulled in. You may not quite go as far. And that's a good thing. And we don't want to over leverage the low back. If you think about where we're trying to uh, move, we want the heart moving forward and up, the abdominals staying strong. Then come back to that flat back, the neutral spine, where you're parallel with the floor. And get a, a memory for this that you're drawing your abdominals up, heart forward, back of the head up. Okay. And that's what we're going to work with every time we're in halfway lift. Tuck toes under, come up to down dog. Take a few breaths to move around, to, to get any wiggles out. And then come into down dog and stay. Press your thumb and first finger knuckle down and forward. Reach out through your ring and pinky fingertip. You have a good frame of the arms as you do that. If you need to reposition your hands to get thumb and first finger knuckle, the, the base knuckle, the ones that are at the hand, down, do that. Reposition your hands. Take them wider. Rotate. Do what you need to do. Next inhale, we're going to come forward to a high plank, either on your toes or on your knees. You do the same thing we did in the hands and knees pose. Draw your abdominals in. Draw your heart forward. Lift the back of your head so that you're drawing your face away from the floor. Nose points straight down. Your gaze is straight down. We're going to bring the knees down to the mat. And draw your body slowly down to the mat. And then up until locust. And bring your feet together as close as the ears go. Abdominals in. Feel that. 
then slide your shoulder blades toward your hips. So that, that sliding of the shoulder blades down is using your back muscles to pull you up away from the floor. You can add, squeezing your shoulder blades in towards center, that's helping to broaden the chest. You can add turning your palms out to the side, rotating the arm bones to spread across the front of the shoulder. When you exhale, release down slowly. We'll bring hands underneath forehead center. Have a breath in. Fill the lungs, feel the back body. When you exhale, pull your abdominals in, the breath out. Slide your hands underneath your elbows. And cobra pose, we're going to start again with pulling the elbows back, the shoulder blades down. Shoulder blades in towards your spine, elbows in towards your side body. And then release down slowly. And we'll take a few rounds of cobra. Press your feet down, squeeze your legs. Elbows pull back and then in. And release slow. One reason why we don't push with the hands in this pose is to get this back action of upper back muscles, pull the shoulder blades down. Then they pull the shoulder blades in. And you release slowly. A lot of upper back work, a lot of upper back heat being developed. One more squeeze shoulder blade down toward your waistline. Hug them in toward your spine. Release down slowly. We're going to press up to hands and knees, cat pose. Press the hands down, round the spine, let your head drop. And release that, reverse that. Abdominals in, you draw your heart forward for cow pose. Then come back and find center. So that your abdominals are pulled up, heart's drawn forward, back of the head is lifting. Tuck your toes, come up to down dog. The base of your thumb, the base of your first finger, press down and forward. Reach out through the ring and pinky fingertip. Look forward to your hands. Walk forward into ragdoll. Walk your feet wide apart. Bend your knees. And here with the, uh, the knees bent and the chest to the thighs, right, you let the, the legs again hold the body here. Then it's holding the body by uh, actually putting your upper body on your lower body. And whatever degree you need to bend your knees for this is good. <laughs> you take, take that bend. The, the name of the pose, ragdoll, comes from this idea of you're folding at your hip. You're letting the upper body just be droopy like a ragdoll. But, but also if you remember uh, Raggedy Ann, Raggedy Andy, they were just like sewn right there, right? And th that little the hip hinge, um, if, you, if you happened to have Raggedy Ann and Andy. That's what we're getting at is that ability that they had to like just fold their legs up into them. You got that here, and that means that your legs are fully supporting your torso. Your low back doesn't have to do any work there. It can elongate. Release your hands to your mat. Walk your feet together. You're going to keep your knees at least that bent. As you come to a halfway lift, bring your hands up your shins. Draw your abdominals in. Draw your heart forward. Draw the back of your head up. So those three things happen in tandem. Then slowly release down. As your chest comes to your thighs, thighs come to your chest. Whatever that is for you. Maybe bending your knees more, get the thighs to the chest. Draw your abdominals in again. Feel the navel center moves up toward the spine. We'll roll up to standing mountain pose. Squeeze your legs. Lift your heart. Squeeze your arms. Bend your fingers. With your exhale, hands to heart center.
Gonna bow forward by sending your hip crease back. Good chest to thighs. Or thighs move toward the chest. Knees stay at least as bent as they are with your chest on your thighs. And you come to that halfway lift. Your hands are on your shins or the floor. Abdominals up. Heart forward. Back of the head up. And bow forward. Breathe out. Drive your feet down. Reach up to standing. Mountain pose. Reach long. Bend at your knee. Send your hip crease back. You bow until your rib cage and your thighs meet. Press your feet down. Draw abdominals in. Heart forward. Back of your head up. Right. Keep that posture. Plant your hands and step back to a high plank. Keep drawing your heart forward. Back of the head up. Abdominals in. We'll press back to down dog. So the key point about why half lift is so important is that it creates the, the plank that we're going to get into. Rock your shoulders a little forward. Step your right foot, then your left foot to the top of your mat. Breathe in. Lift halfway flat back. Abdominals in. Heart forward. Back of the head up. That's an every time thing. <laughs> Bend your knees, chest to thighs. Let your head get heavy. Press your feet down. Inhale. Reach up. Exhale. We'll fold. Bend at your knees. Send your hip crease back. Chest and thighs come together. There is no daylight between them. Keep the knees at least that bent for your half lift. Right? The halfway lift is a, is a more stressful positioning, so we need more of that leg strength. Plant your hands. Keep your heart pulling forward, back of the head up. You step your legs back. Dial in the high plank, abdominals in. And press back, down dog. Look forward. Rock your shoulders a little forward. Follow that with your feet. Step to the top of the mat. Breathe in. Lift halfway. And breathe out. Bow forward. Press your feet down. Inhale. Reach up to standing mountain pose. Squeeze your legs. Lift your heart. Fan out through your fingers. Hands to heart center. Send your hips back Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, abdominals in, heart forward, lift the back of your head, plant your hands, keep the heart forward, head up as you step back, high plank, stay with it or low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog, and light cow pose is back bend. Keep your abdominals drawn in, down dog, breathe out. Get empty and rock your shoulders a little forward. Follow with your feet stepping to the top of your mat. One step, three steps, seven steps. Got plenty of time as you breathe in. Lift halfway. You tidy everything up. And bow forward. Breathe out. Press your feet down. Breathe in. Reach up. Mountain pose. Squeeze your legs. Lift your heart. And out through your fingers. We're going to bend the knees. Send the hips back. Hands chest to thighs. Let your head go. Breathe in. Lift halfway. 
Hands to your shins, knees are bent, your abdominals are up, your heart is forward, head is lifted. Plant your hands, step back, high plank. Hello. Upward facing dog, breathe in. Breathe out, down dog. Have a breath in. Empty it. Rock your shoulders a little forward. Step your feet forward. Top of the mat. Breathe in. Lift halfway. And bow forward. Breathe out. Breathe in. Reach up to standing mountain pose. Squeeze your legs. Lift your heart. Fan out through your fingers. Wrap your right arm underneath your left for eagle. Could be a bear hug. Could be the forearms intertwined. If neither of those feel real good to you, press your forearms together in front. Breathe. On an inhale, unwind, reach up. You exhale, bow forward, send your hips back. Chest to thighs, thighs to chest. Then breathe in, lift halfway, hands on your shins. The arms help you press the heart forward. Abdominals up. Plant your hands, step back. High or low push up, chaturanga. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Rock your shoulders a little bit forward, then step your feet, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And bow forward, breathe all the way out. Press your feet down, inhale, reach up, mountain pose, squeeze your legs, lift your heart, bend through fingers. Left arm underneath, left leg over top for eagle. Or adjust the arms as needed. Let the arms center up, most important. Okay, three, two, Next inhale, unwind, reach up. When we exhale, hands to heart center, bow forward. Send your hips back. Abdominals in, let your head go. Breathe in, lift halfway. Abdominals in, pull your sternum forward, lift the back of your head. Plant your hands, keep the heart moving forward, keep lifting the back of your head. You take a high plank or a chaturanga. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Press your hands down and go back. Down dog. Pause, have a breath in. Breathe out, find the base of your thumb, the base of your first finger, press them down and forward. Reach out through the ring and pinky fingertips. Rock your shoulders a little forward. Step through to seated. Down onto your back. Take bridge. Press your feet down. Lift your tailbone. 
sacrum. Low back up off the floor. Press your arm bones, the back of your head down into the floor. So another back strengthening pose here. To get more back muscle strength going on. Dig into your heels. So the, the line from the heels of the back of the legs right, to the glutes. Right, an important line to strengthen. And then arm bones down into the floor. Walk your shoulder blades toward one another underneath you. To work more strength in the pose, don't clasp the hands. Continue to work the arms independently. To have a little more stability and a little more stretch through the chest, you could clasp the hands. Listen to your shoulder joint there. If, if deep in your shoulder joint is uh, like disagreeing with this action, your shoulder joint wins. Like if your brain ever has a disagreement with one of your joints, the joint wins. So breath in and breath out. Slowly come down, Subdhavadakanasana. soles of your feet together, knees out to the sides. Take a moment and notice your low back here. For a lot of us, what tends to happen is the belly puffs up, the low back uh, arcs away from the floor. Draw your abdominals in. Okay, you don't have to push your low back to the floor, but keep support there. Breath in. And breath out. We'll draw knees together and to right angles for a belly twisting pose. Hug your knees in towards center. If you got a block or something to place between it, go for it. We'll twist side to side. Breathe in as you lower the legs to the side. Breathe out as you come back to center. Breathe in, lower to the side. And breathe out, center up. Breathe in, lower to the side. Breathe out from the center. One more. your way back to center and take the soles of your feet to the floor. Lift your hips up off the floor. If you have a block, slide the block underneath. If not, you can just elongate your spine down until your, your hips are, are level on the floor. And take the legs up in the air. If you would prefer to move to a wall and put your legs up a wall, go for that. With the legs in the air, let your Eyes close, your face soften. Let your breath slow down. Just take a moment of pause to be a little upside down to have things shift. Bend the knees and bring the soles of the feet to the floor slowly and you're feeling your 
feet by feeling your mat. It's like the first time you ever felt your feet, press feet down to the floor, feel all three points of each foot as you lift your hips up off the block, uh, if it's there. And then slowly lower, piece by piece, your spine down, allowing your sacrum to come to rest. Then knees together, let your heels draw slightly out so you have constructive rest pose and feel your sacrum, the back of your hips. space behind your heart, the thoracic spine, and the back of your head, They're all lined up down the center line of your mat, and if you could use some more space, by picking up your rib cage, sliding it a little back, picking up your head, sliding it a little back, that same line of sacrum, the rib cage, back of head. There's a line of that halfway lift of here, finding that alignment by uh, feeling the floor. Now use your abdominals to support that alignment. Press your shoulder blades into the floor. Press the back of your head into the floor. Uh, so those actions of abdominals in and lifting the back and the head. Uh, now just feeling them, it's uh, sometimes good to, to get that idea of the floor behind you or feel the pressure there. Notice that line of connected points. Keep that. You're going to cross your right foot over your left thigh. Let your left leg bring your right leg in. And only so far as your sacrum stays level on the floor. For so some of us, we're going to have to stop that leg before it peels the hips up off the floor. You'll do that. You'll pause there, your sacrum will be flat on the mat, and you'll press your right thigh forward. Then if you'd like a little more, let the legs rotate over to the left, catch the right shin, right, and that insurance that our sacrum was level on the floor, make sure that the low back is in a good position for this twist. We don't want to be rocked up on our low back and twist breath in and breath out on an inhale untangle your legs come back to center soles of the feet to the floor and again construct your breast knees are together heels slightly out your sacrum the back of your rib cage, the back of your head, lining up here. And a little pressure of the shoulder blades into the mat, the back of the head into the mat. Cross your left foot over the right thigh. As you pick up your right foot, keep your sacrum level. Right. If you need more action here, right, press the left thigh bone forward. You don't have to necessarily bring the right knee in to get more uh, rotation through the left leg. If you'd like, then, to take the legs over to the right and catch your left shin with your right hand. Do that. And breathe here for three.
line slowly. Back to center, hug your knees in. And have a happy baby or any other finishing asanas as you like on your way to Shavasana. Lay yourself out to rest. Again, feel your sacrum, the back of your ribcage, the back of your head, one line down the center of your mat. Let those parts of the spine get heavy and, and held by the floor. And you feel the natural curves of your low back and your neck, light. we hope in this practice is that by paying attention to aligning these points that we uh, keep the spine in its most healthy positioning. It's a dynamic creature that moves side to side, back and forth, in rotation. But it likes these curves, and it likes these curves to be well supported. When we're facing up, here on our back, the floor does that work. When we go the other way, it's the core body that does it. Which is why we rest in Shavasana and not halfway lift. Enjoy this, the, the time off, the, the reverse of the work that you did well. Feel ready to move again. Start with wiggling your fingers and your toes. Roll to your right side. And make your way up to seated. Find your ground, the parts of your body that are touching the mat. Press down and then draw up through abdominal center, center of the chest, the back of your head. A moment of meditation to feel the back side of your body. 
the sacrum, the back of the heart, the back of the brain, lined up vertically, and then drawing a wave from each other. The sacrum grounding you down, back of the head, the back of the heart lifting you up. You have space to breathe. And we'll draw our hands together at heart center. And raise thumbs to forehead center. And our salute to one another. That's great, y'all. Namaste. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.